0: Hi, and welcome to the Travel Fun with Four podcast. My name is Jane, and I'm an Australian mum to four children and a keen traveller, and I blog about both of those things over at TravelFunWithFour.com. And today I wanted to talk about how we balance the uh, competing priorities when it comes to choosing a mode of transportation for a trip. Now, here in Australia, we live in an island nation, which means that to leave the country... We really are thinking about two modes of transport, either travelling by air or travelling by boat. When I say travelling by boat, I mean um, taking a cruise, for example. I know some people who have travelled to countries that are fairly close to Australia, and they've done that by boat. Uh, They've taken cruises around, for example, New Zealand um, or some of the other Pacific Island nations, and that's certainly an option that my family might consider, although uh, just as I was beginning to think about the possibility of cruising, um, we had a really um, big change in the world with uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, which did in some part um, at least stem from travellers coming off cruise ships, um, particularly here in Australia, where we had some really big outbreaks um, that came from cruise ships. And so at the moment, cruising is probably um, a fairly low uh, possibility for us just while the industry gets back on its feet and we see what happens with the pandemic going forward. Um, and I know w- when that happened, lots of people were sharing their opinions about the, the um, safety of travelling on cruise ships um, and sharing those opinions one way or another. Um, I, I have faith that um, the industry can probably find ways to improve their processes and practices enough that we could feel pretty safe on a cruise ship in the future but it's not a mode of transport that I'm considering uh, in my blog post about transportation um, and I'm not going to be talking about it very much here today because at the moment it's just off the cards what I will be talking about um, are transportation by air by road and by rail Now, um, because I've already mentioned that um, being Australians, we have to consider travelling by air to go overseas. Um, I will also mention that Australia is a big nation. And so to travel internally within our country often does require a plane flight in the interests of time. Um, And across the middle of Australia, it's a very dry desert sort of environment. And it's not always suitable to all sorts or to all types of vehicles. Um, and some roads are actually not suitable unless you have a four-wheel drive, which means that we don't always get to fly the mo uh, sorry drive the most direct route um, from one major city or ma- one major tourist destination to another. So that's why um, plane flights within our country are actually um, a fairly important consideration. Uh, when we travelled to the U.S. in 2019, we also um, did do some plane flights between internal destinations in the US and in my blog post I explain a little bit about um, why we chose to do that but largely it was due to the vast distance being covered and the short amount of time we had to do that. Um, We also have flown internally in New Zealand Um, same sort of thing it's not a very long distance to drive but um, you can't always drive the most direct route from A to B And so um, because New Zealand has a North Island and a South Island, it can make sense to fly between them. Often those routes that I'm talking about, um, those internal flying routes, are more popular because people have to take that option because of uh, time constraints. And so, for example, um, in the US, we flew from the West Coast to Niagara Falls um, to Buffalo in New York. Um, We also flew from New York City to Orlando. Those sorts of um, key tourist destinations are the sorts of places that people are flying into and out of fairly frequently and so we were able to get pretty cost-effective flights for those trips. But on the blog post this week, I have written about the cost comparison for an internal trip within Australia. And I've done that because uh, here in Australia, we sort of have... um, some really common um highly trafficked air routes from um say Sydney to Melbourne. Um and those um trips are usually um a bit more cost effective or there's greater availability of award seats, reward seats for um airline reward programs and those sorts of things. And then those slightly less um popular destinations um so say Brisbane and Canberra are still very popular in the context of Australia but perhaps not as common commonly travelled to as those other key business sites um they might not have quite as um quite as popular um or, sorry quite as affordable flight options um and also may not have um, as many reward seats available and so we're considering a trip to Canberra for a few reasons um, I've just mentioned them very briefly on the blog but I'll just recap them here as well in case you don't get a chance to read that post but um, like most nations capitals the um, Canberra area has the National War Memorial um, some important national museums it has um, Australia's federal parliament and as well as that, the region also has some popular ski fields. It has um, within driving distance, the snowy mountains, which is really the, one of the primary places that Australians go to enjoy the snow um, during the winter season. And our family, we're not um, skiers or snowboarders. And in fact, we haven't ever taken a snow holiday um, for the purpose of just going to the snow. We have seen snow on some other trips, but Um, We've never stayed on on the snow or in any of the um, lodges or anything like that. Um, But it would be a really nice day trip from Canberra as well. So we're considering whether we might do that sometime soon. We have lots of factors to consider, of course. Um, Interstate travel here in Australia is still a little bit risky with the pandemic. Uh, It doesn't take much for one state to declare parts of another state uh, a hotspot and it can make traveling between states and also um, returning from certain destinations a bit tricky. If you come back from a hot spot you can end up in hotel quarantine for two weeks um, at your own expense and so that's a, a, certainly a factor to consider in terms of um, what time we might take that trip. But I thought since we're going to do it at some point in the next couple of years why not do the exercise that I wanted to talk about on the blog Um, and do that exercise for a destination that we might travel to ourselves. And so I chose Canberra, and for Canberra, I have considered um, the cost of flying, the cost of driving, and the cost of going by train. Now for the cost of flying and the cost of going by train, I've also incorporated the cost of hiring a vehicle for a week because uh, Canberra is a destination where you probably would want to have your own vehicle. And I think in a lot of places, uh, that is probably the, the thing that most larger families will be doing because we have the added complexity of not being able to hop in just any old um, Uber or taxi but having to call for an Uber XL, um, one that has six or more seats, sorry, seven or more seats because you've got the driver um, or like a maxi taxi. So it can make um, just using rideshare or taxis a little bit more tricky. So I've factored in the cost of hiring um, a Kia Carnival once we were in Canberra and then I've looked at flights now on the blog I've broken down the cost of flights I went for the cheapest flights available rather than um, considering the time necessarily um, however in reality um, our family might not want to fly out at 6am in the morning for example um, and the time of day might be a consideration for us when it came to the uh, cost and time con- um, and the balance of those we were booking flights but I tried to make it um, a really fair comparison and so I have gone for the cheapest flights I could find which um, turned out to be five hundred dollars per person return one of the flights was 215 and one of the flights was 285 now as I say in the blog these are subject to change and I just picked any dates that I thought were um, probably within the school holidays for most parts of Australia so that it was genuinely representative of the sort of prices we would be paying because it's most likely that my family would only do this trip during school holidays at some point. So um, I had to cost some of the things for the current school holidays, um, the Easter holidays in April, and then where things weren't available because of the short notice, I looked ahead to holidays later in the year um, just to get realistic ideas of the costs. Um, And so I looked at a week of Kia Carnival hire, but I didn't factor in the petrol for that because I figure the cost of petrol is going to be neutral um, across the three options. It'll be the same cost whether I fly down and hire a car and then pay for petrol in that car or catch a train down and hire a car and pay for petrol in that car or whether I drive my own car down and then fill up there and drive my car on that petrol for the week. But I did consider um, then in comparison, um, the cost of going down by train. And um, I decided that that really wasn't a very cost effective option. You can have a look at the breakdown on the blog, but um, it was not a cheap option and it was an extremely long option to go by train. So I'm not even gonna bother considering that at the moment. But uh, for, for driving, the only cost I had to um, put in as a fixed cost for the trip down and back was petrol. And that was less than $200 in petrol each way if we drove pretty much um, straight. And I have made a note on the blog to say, well, we probably would stop somewhere along the way. Um, We'd be stopping every couple of hours probably to get food, um, use the bathroom and give the driver a break, perhaps swap drivers or something like that. Um, And I've also factored in accommodation and I looked for I looked on booking.com but I didn't go for the cheapest accommodation I went for something that was sort of mid to high in that range of what was available and so I booked that um, or put that into the comparison for one night there and one night coming back in our family we might push on for one really big driving day get up early and arrive into the evening um, and make a 12 or 13, I think the, the drive is nearly 13 hours driving straight. Um, if we put in the mandatory sort of uh, toilet breaks and driver rest breaks and food breaks that I know we'd have to have, um, we might add another hour or two onto that. Um, and I think we could possibly do that in one day of straight driving. It'd be a really tough day, but I think we could do it. Um, and we might then come back and um, break down the trip one way or the other. Um, into two rather than breaking both trips into two I'm not sure but um, for the purposes of the comparison I have said that most realistically we might drive seven or eight hours on each of two days um, and then that would add the cost of an overnight stay in there as well so that's the cost comparison um, and you'll be able to see the breakdown of the figures on the blog but um, it's uh, significantly cheaper so just to round, give you round figures, um, because I know it's difficult uh, when you're receiving information in auditory form um, to sort of think about the numbers. But it was about 3800 to fly a family of six down to Canberra and back to Brisbane and to stay there um, drive, and to drive a vehicle while we were staying there. I haven't factored in cost of accommodation because, again, that would be neutral. In comparison to that 3800 or thereabouts to fly, it was 1300 in petrol and um, accommodation costs to drive our own vehicle there. Now, I know what you're thinking. The idea of being in the car with your family for two days um, of driving in each direction is some people's idea of a horror story. Um, and I can understand that too. So to compare the duration, the actual time in the air each way um, for the flight flight is uh, less than two hours one hour 45 or thereabouts and the driving duration is about 12 hours 45 or 13 hours um, approximately so when you compare those you can see that the clear distinction there between the trips is that one costs a lot more but is a lot quicker and the other while it saves a lot of money takes a lot more time and so um, like a lot of families our biggest consideration will be, how much time do we have for this trip? How much time can we afford to spend driving there and back? Because that could be time that we could be spending at our destination. Um, how much is that worth to us? So I did a little bit of, um, uh, considerate, put some other considerations on the blog as well. Um, I have talked about the time that it would take to um, to fly not factoring in that one hour 45, not factoring in the time that it takes to drive from home to the airport, to be there early for your flight, to go through security. Um, and then at the other end to wait for your bags and to um, then get from the airport to your accommodation. So I know that it's not just one hour 45, it realistically might be six hours all up from leaving your front door to arriving at your accommodation. Um, But it's still, even if it took a little bit longer than all of that, it's probably still at least half the time and you'd probably only spend one day each way in transit, if that. So, yeah, it definitely is a consideration. Um, The other thing to consider is uh, when taking time off that there is a lost opportunity cost there um, in working in our businesses. And so um, while we might not be paying Anymore to be on the road for that extra day, we may actually be losing income and that does cost us in a different way. So that's something to factor in as well. But the thing for our family is that we really enjoy road tripping. And so although the cost comparison makes it an obvious choice for a family with four children, um, it's something that we would have considered anyway because we really enjoy that opportunity to be in the car together. And I'll do another post um, about that on the blog and I'm also hoping to interview my children and discuss road tripping here on the podcast as well and give other families like ours some ideas. But um, I would say that, um, that the consideration that every family is going to have to make is really um, whether you want more time or you want more money um, and for a family of six that sa- financial saving um, would be enough to cover entry fees for a lot of the um, sites we might want to see at the destination it would also uh, fund meals um, while there perhaps even um, on the trip and we do often pack food to save some money but it would um, knowing that we'd saved a lot of money on the transport would make it easier to spend money on other experiences while we were there. So there's some things to think about. I know that um, the balance changes in the decision-making depending on how many people are in your family. And so I just put on the blog a little cost comparison as well to see um, what the difference between driving and flying is for a family of two adults and one child, a family of two adults and two children, two adults and three children, and then the two adults and four children comparison that I was making for myself and our family and for the listeners. and that might be something to consider um just as a point of interest as well because it shows how um, really big um, how much bigger the saving is for a family when it as it gets bigger um, when compared with a smaller sized family where the difference between driving and flying might not be so big but once you get to um, a car of the same size as we drive in one that would hold um, four children comfortably a people mover Uh, that sort of vehicle and a family with either um, three or more probably children they're going to pay the same for the road trip um, the accommodation will be the same because two or three bedrooms will probably accommodate a family of uh, two and two two and three or two and four so the cost is the same the petrol is the same Um, whereas for the airfares you're paying for every single seat and so Um, the more seats you'd have to pay for, the more you're actually going to be saving by having everybody in one vehicle and driving them yourself. So I don't know if that has all made sense. It's probably a little bit of um, stream of consciousness babbling um, as I try and explain my thinking. And certainly it's all laid out pretty clearly in the the blog. If you wanted to have a look at that post um, to see the figures a little bit more specifically broken down as well as all of the considerations that I um, had when I was um, making the breakdown. But it's something to think about if you're a family with four children and you're sort of toying with the idea of going on a road trip and does it really save money by the time you build in the petrol and the the stopping and the food and um, perhaps buying some things to entertain the kids on the way and oh look it's going to take you know two whole days. Um, I hope that maybe the, the um, considerations that I've put into the post, the blog post might be helpful to you. And as I said um, road tripping itself is not something that we um, try to avoid because we actually really love it Uh, we see it has as having many many benefits um and i will be talking about those um very soon so stay tuned uh keep an eye on the um on the podcast (laughs) and the blog for that information make sure you're subscribed um and i also have um i haven't really launched it very publicly but i do have a facebook page over at travel fun with four and um, you're welcome to comment on the post where I um, mentioned the, the blog post. Um, you're welcome to comment on that Facebook post and let me know what decision you might have made uh, with the same information that I've included and, um, and what factors your family takes into consideration when you're deciding how to travel as well because I'd love to hear what other families do and it may well give me ideas for my own family as well. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Stay tuned for the next episode uh, in the next couple of weeks. Thanks very much. Bye.